Yo, welcome to Beast Podcast. And if you don't know, Beast stands for bringing empowerment and skills together. And that's exactly what we strive to do on this show. We talk life skills, we talk financial literacy, we talk personal development. All these things are going to help you be a better you. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. What up, Coach Bees? Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> champ, champ, champ. What's the word, man? Let's shoot. Let's go ahead and hop right into it, my guy. Three things you're grateful for, man. And introduce yourself. Uh, welcome back. So, welcome back champ. for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Champ Moore, man. Thank you for having me back on the podcast. I'm excited. Three things that I'm thankful for. Man. Honestly, I'm I'm thankful for my health. Obviously, in this uh, in the climate that the world's in right now, and it's a big thing. Um, number two, I'm gonna say that I'm still doing what I love, man. We we've been we've been I'm so actor writer. I'm still able to go on some sets, obviously, with all the you know safety that is implied with that. But you know, I'm able to do that. And then um, third, I'm going to say family, you know, mm-hmm. you, I talk, you talk, I know you moved away too. So you, you talk and you're with them a lot more spiritually when you can't be around them physically. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's a beautiful blessing. So. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And that, that second thing that you were grateful for, that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you about, you know, as an actor writer, I kind of wanted you to share your journey on publishing your book um yeah man wanted you to kind of take me along that journey and what kind of like inspired you to write the book yeah uh well first of all i know that you're in the process of of writing your book so i can't wait for that to drop you already know that i i i got that on my on my list of things to get once it's out (laughs) but uh yeah man i will say that the the inspiration Truly, and I, I know I was on here before kind of talking about it, so, you know, forgive me if I, I reiterate on a few points, but I would say the the fact that, you know, life doesn't always, you know, f- fair, as we say. Mm-hmm. It's not always fair. And there are a few things when I was in college that I kind of went through that I talk about in the book, and I think I realized that you know, that stuff happened to me for a reason. And when I say that, I mean, like, more people relate to my story than I'll ever know. Mm. So my point of writing was the inspiration truly was somebody else might need this, like these words or my or my writing or whatever, at the very moment at where they're at in their life. And that kind of inspired me, like, what we have to say is important, man, like always invest in in relationships and people because you don't know how you can affect and impact them. So a big, big thing for me was just honestly taking that step of knowing that my voice is important and that it mattered and that I could pass along anything that I've experienced to somebody who may have experienced something similar or just needed a little bit of advice than a way to kind of push through. Mm, And I like how you said that because it was like... You know, kind of like how, how I got started with the podcast. Everybody has a story. Everybody has, a, you know, life lessons that they've learned. And by you passing on those stories and those lessons, you help somebody in their fight 
with whatever battles that they're going through. So, um, you know, who are we to withhold our stories and, and how God has blessed us? We need to be sharing that. Um, so, yeah, amen, for real. Yeah. Um, so I kind of wanted to get into, like, the nitty-gritty of, like, the tangible because you know when people say like oh like you know uh this person has written a book or i'm writing a book like i don't know if people really fully understand like it's it's like a a college paper but like times 10 as far as (laughs) the amount of work and, and time that goes into it so like how long did it actually take you to write your book and like how did you break that break that down like obviously you know you can't eat an elephant you know one bite you got to break it down one bite at a time um so like how how did yeah. you how did you talk about that <laughs> yeah so um like i was saying with with anything that you do in life you know we live in this world now with social media and we want instant gratification and the reality to that is that's unrealistic you know, it takes time with anything that you're doing that you're passionate about. So with the book, yeah, like a lot of layers came from that. And when I was writing it, I think I, it was like about six months that it took me from pen to paper and then transferring that onto the laptop and, and having it, you know, down on the computer. Then I took like a, man, like a two-year hiatus. Mm. <laughs> and and I think what happened was I needed a little bit more life to happen, if, if that makes sense. Meaning I had everything that I wanted written in the book, but there was so much more that I had to tell. And I didn't experience it yet. So literally life had to happen where I had a few more obstacles and um, adversity that I had to face that helped me tell more um, better stories for the book. Mm. Hmm. So that so I say the book, honestly, man, was like a two and a half year journey. And I'm happy about that because it came out at the perfect time, which was, you know, last Christmas. And, you know, a lot of people are hitting me up that had purchased it and they tell me, it's helping them, you know, through the pandemic and through tough times and challenging times that they remember, hey, there's still positive advantages that you can take from this gigantic disadvantage that we're all still trying to overcome in the world. Mm-hmm. So. Mm. so how did you break that down like that that six month? So take it. I want to dive into that six month, uh, that six month span you said, from like writing it to getting it, to, you know, um, uh, yeah, on the computer. How did you break that down? I mean, I know you're a writer by, by, uh, by hobby. As yeah, like writing <laughs> is your hobby. So you probably didn't. Was there some type of routine that you had to do to get yourself into the, the writing mood? Like for example, working out for me. Like yeah, I love to work out and I love fitness, but I still have to warm myself up. I still have to, you know, jog a couple laps around the track before I start hitting sprints and things like that. So is there anything that you have to do as a writer before you actually start to sit down and tell your story? Man, absolutely. It's uh it's one of those things where you know when you're doing something 
like say if you're reading and this probably happens to you like it does with me but if you're reading something and, and then you low-key start like daydreaming as you're reading then you have to go back mm. and then reread it and then mm. you have to go back again and make sure that you still are on the same like the right chapter so all that happened that all that happens too i think it's you know hand in hand like with with being a writer where i'm doing it and then i start typing just not daydream typing but just kind of like overthinking and it's just like you start rambling through the writing and then you have to so yeah exercise wise man you just have to have a clear mind and and be focused i know me and you talked about this on my podcast but being um, you know, away from your phone distractions and or at least limiting them, having some soft music on in the background and just being in a clear space where truly your your brain is in tune with everything that you're doing and that you're releasing. That way it comes out flawless for you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Prime your entire environment yeah before you even uh getting into your element hmm. yeah because nice. i don't i don't know how a lot of people do like because i got some friends that are writers and like man they can write in like coffee shops when we were still able to go to those but <laughs> you know like coffee shops and and any places that just have a bunch of noise going on and i i can't think like that if i'm trying to do like i love having music on and 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 loud noises but not when i'm trying to do something that i'm super passionate about it's got to be like secondary noise that's secondary noise to that secondary noise if you know what i'm saying Uh what are some um i guess hurdles that you had to go through in order to get the book published so you get the book written out you get it written obviously after that two-year period of you I guess maybe and and I might be putting words into your mouth but maybe validating your story and maybe feeling uh but but anyway after the writing period and that two-year period what were the steps that you had to take in order to actually get it out into the marketplace to to get it published man I won't front that was a big part of the two years um Mm. like that was that was that was a chunk of it um basically man you just talk to people and it's it's just phone calls and phone calls and you're sending in your manuscript and the i remember like the first time i did that i was so nervous because you know how we are as people like our babies our projects are yeah they're our babies so we protect them we guard them and sending that out, I was just ready for somebody to be like, yo, this is trash. Or like, like, mm. why, why did you send this to me? And, you know, that's just kind of a nerve wracking feeling. But when I sent it to, to one of, so my aunt actually, she's an editor and she revised it for me and she loved it. But I was like, oh, it's that family connection. Right. You know, it's just one of those. She would love whatever I wrote. Mm. But when I sent the manuscript into one of the publishing companies, man, they were all for it and they were impressed just because they were like, Oh, how old are you? And like, what made you do this? And, but 
just a long story long, man. Yeah, it's, it's just the process of talking to a bunch of people and making sure something's a right fit, not only for for who you're talking to, but that they truly see your vision and what you're trying to do with your book rather than it just being like a selling thing or, you know, just how to make a profit. You just want to make sure long term that you're doing the best for you and your your future writing and projects and as well as doing a service for, you know, whoever you choose to go with. So so are you saying um, and 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 I apologize if I'm being very ignorant to this. No, because I good. am. Um, <laughs> So is it you you choose a publishing company that you it's kind of like a job interview process, right? There's a couple different published company, A, B and C. You go to these publishing companies. Um, a is offering you this deal. B is offering you this deal. C is offering you this deal. This is just hypothetical situation. And you're using the facts and your knowledge and 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 what you know to choose one of these companies to publish your books or like you're selling your book, if you will, to these publishing companies who then manufacture. So, you know, are they doing it um, like whereas they put the money up front and they get it back in sales or they get a percentage of sales? Is that worked out through the contract? Yeah. How does that, how does that look? Yeah. Yeah. So normally that's is basically like what you're saying. Um, and I want to I want to put no like publishing companies names on blast or nothing like that of who i've been in contact with in the past but yeah you you basically talk to them like i said you send the manuscript and then they they read it you know make sure that they like it whatever then after that it's yeah it's basically where it can go um it is like selling yourself at a at a at a regular interview because yeah you're you're selling your your best foot forward but you're talking to them as far as what is the percentage um how much it takes to have them promote it mm. um how much it takes for them to you know put it in those different stores and what they have to do and if the the genre is a fit for certain stores and that's stuff that like they take care of and stuff and they just kind of keep you in the loop of it but i think the biggest takeaway would be just making sure it's just authentic you know what i mean because a lot of people and this is with anything in any industry but a lot of people just like i said the instant gratification they just want to get it out there and then they make the poor choice or they just want to have this be done and then you regret it and um yeah you just you you know because when you get the, you know, the, I guess basically the residual income and stuff like that, that's nice. And you just want to make sure that everybody has each other's best interests at the end of the day. And that it's, it's a real feeling when you're in that meeting and, and whoever you are been like conversing with. I guess in closing, any last remarks or, or tips that you would like to give anybody who maybe thinking about telling a story, whether it be fiction, nonfiction, myself, as in writing my own kind of memoir. Yeah. Uh, is there anything? Yeah, man. I mean, I've, I've been told this my whole life and I'm sure you've heard this as well since we're, you know, kind of cut from the same cloth, but man, don't be afraid to, uh, 
to speak your truth. You know, you know what I mean? Like when I wrote the book, I talked about a lot of deeper things that people might not have known about me. And I was nervous who would read it, what would be thought. But and the truth to it is that I did experience that and nobody can tell you what you feel. So be true to you, what you need to say, because out of the billions of people in the world, there's somebody else that, you know, has a similar story to you and you could really impact them for the better. You might never know it, but the truth be told. Yeah, man. Cause that's, that's the most rewarding feeling is that, you know, a lot of people, I, I, this sounds like a humble brag, but a lot of people have reached out to me that I never would have expected to hear from, you know, and this is like my friend group or this is some other people. And they tell me, yo, like this chapter, I didn't know you did this. And like, it's helped me do this. I'm going to church again, or I'm like fixing this relationship with a friend. And, and I'm just, dog like I said I just wrote this on my laptop I wasn't looking for praise I wasn't looking for nothing I was just looking to help somebody else get out of the you know the trenches that I once was in Mm. so speak your truth that's 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 my big takeaways always speak your truth be real to you Mm. I like that I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take that and run with it man I'm definitely in a part (laughs) of my book where I'm telling um definitely like um the years of my life where I just like fell off the map, if you will, mm-hmm. you know? So that's a lot of, uh, when I say fell off the map, just MIA from the world, just, I was in college, just not on social media like that. Just really just focused on myself. And there was a lot of growth and a lot of things that I experienced where like, you know, in, in writing the book, I'm like, should I share that part of it? Or be, be speaking. And, like, <laughs> and then I'm like, like it's it's my story like there's no rules like this isn't a this isn't a college paper like there's no like you can literally say what you want like speak like you said speak your truth yeah man not do it because it, it it's crazy man because like some of my best friends in life that i'm talking about like some dudes that i talk to and i see every year they told me like yo i was I was with you when this happened and I didn't know that this is what you were feeling. Mm. And then they like, it's just a whole new connection and just so many more things come from it. When you speak your truth, man, telling you, if you, you do that, a lot of people will appreciate and respect everything that you say. Don't be afraid of it, man. Amen. Y'all heard the man. Don't be afraid to speak your (laughs) truth, man. (laughs) i appreciate you once again dropping gems for our listeners man we're gonna have you back on here soon man (laughs) love it love it man thanks for always having me on and i I just appreciate two two guys having good conversation and just impacting the world for the better man amen yes sir all right my guy and until we meet again all right man hey stay safe bees keep doing your thing yes sir peace (laughs) all right man want to thank you for listening to the podcast. And if you enjoy what you heard, please share with a friend, a family member, a co-worker, or anybody who you think can get value from it. And don't forget to subscribe, whether you're on Apple Music or Google Play. We'll keep giving you that fire content. All right, y'all. Have a blessed one. Peace.